Welcome back, everyone, and uh, as always, we want to welcome to any new listeners out there. Um, I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. Well, obviously, we are the beard. And the babe. Well, um, it was an interesting day yesterday at Pocono. Um, I wasn't expecting an interesting day at Pocono yesterday. It didn't get interesting towards the end, so I'll give you that. Yeah, we'll talk about that um, a little bit today. Of course, we got to touch on that. Um, and then I want to talk about the Atlanta Falcons a little bit with you because you're always fun to talk Falcons with. You, you crack me up when we talk about the Falcons, so this should be fun. And then we're gonna we're gonna discuss some hair choices by the league MVP Patty Mahomes. Right. I got some news I seen the other day. I wanted to get your opinion on and your reaction. I think it'll be kind of fun. Um, and then we're gonna let the we're gonna show you a little more of the babe's personality this week. After that, and talk a, a little bit of classic cars. She's a muscle car fanatic, I'd say. Um, and then we're gonna talk some music too. She loves she loves music. She's two of her passionate things. I feel like she's very passionate about. As I told somebody who was trying to explain something to me the other or one time, it was something that I had no clue what he was talking about. I told him, if you can put it in car talk to me, I can understand everything you're saying. Yeah, so I figured that'll be a good way to lead into um, your segment, too, this evening um, mm -hmm. about some of the struggles we're having right now with our oldest, again, um, mainly just the struggles of him being an ADHD, ADD kid combination and just... Yeah. Stuff like that. It's going to be a good activity. Um, we want to reach out, and we want some other parents. I'd love some input, when we, some get input. To that, but when we get to that part of the show. Yeah, so let's um, I, let's get this started. All righty, so Pocono. Pocono. Pocono was uh, a long race. <laughs> I napped. You, know, you napped. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I, I did, too, partially on the couch. Um, I was in and out of sleep. I was tired, so... Um, it was an interesting race. It had some storylines. Um, we saw, you know, for instance, the 77 of Ty Dillon get into the back of the 14 and wreck him. Mm. Yeah, so you you got that. And then to add on to that, of course, the wreck at the end of the race with Ryan Priest. He was pretty upset with Corey LaJoy after they exchanged some words. I think everybody was upset with that, Yeah, to be honest. You even got to see a, a helmet throw, if you can call it that. I mean... <laughs> I don't know how heavy those helmets are, but I, you know, if I'm going to go out of my way to throw my helmet at another car, I'm going to make damn sure I feel like that I'm going to hit that car. So that was a, that was my just my opinion on that anyway. Um, I mean, it was Pocono strategy is how things were won. It was. It took forever though. Yeah, but it's a two-mile racetrack. It almost feels like Daytona just without the drafting to me. Um, it's always kind of felt like that, though. It's fuel mileage and pit strategy, and it's fun if you like those type of races. But this race had a little bit more drama than typical yeah. Pocono races. So I was um, surprised. Denny won career number seven victory at Pocono and 50th overall in his career no doubt, yes, he's going to go down as one of the greatest all time, but there's a lot to be said about Denny Hamlin, and that's for a different show. Um, I don't really want to beef on him too much because... Let's just say we're not Denny Hamlin That's for sure. I think Denny's personality is good for the sport. I think Denny is good for the sport in a, in a way too, though. 
um, because you need heroes and villains, and you need... I don't know, you know how I feel about those those villains, you know? Yeah, but you need that in, in sports, like football, for instance. A lot of people looked at that. Tom Brady as the villain in the NFL, you know, and then for a long time you had the... Alex Rodriguez and Derek Ro- um, Derek Jeter Yankees in baseball. They were like the enemies of baseball. Nobody wanted to pull for them unless you were a Yankees fan. Right. But um, I think it's it was a good race. Yeah, I would agree overall. Good race. Um, I think the track put on a good show too from what I've seen on social media, which yeah. is good. I always look for a good fan experience. Oh, it was sold out. Yeah, it was overall, and then they looked like they had good energy, too, especially when Denny pulled up on the front stretch. Oh, my lord. The fact that Denny had to park next to the wall just because he didn't want anything thrown at him. Yeah, he had to uh, distance himself a little bit. I I don't blame him based on their reaction, but, you know, this week we're going to Richmond. So Richmond's a short track. Um, I think it'll be a good race if it's anything like what we saw last week at New Hampshire. Mm. A lot of slipping, sliding, and close races. Yeah. Um, I just hope Martin Truex doesn't get the lead and run away with it because then it's going to be another boring three-hour Martin Truex race. Oh. Um, but overall, I'm I'm expecting a good race. I think you got to watch your typicals of Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, much as I hate to say it, Denny Hamlin. Those guys are good here. Kevin Harvick, though. That's that's actually my sleeper pick, and that kind of pains me to say because my dad's a huge <laughs> Kevin Harvick fan. But Kevin is really good at Richmond. He won here last year um, and then went on to win at Michigan or won at Michigan and then came to Richmond, I think, because they flipped on the schedule this year. Either way, won both of those races last year. So I expect him to um, be strong at Richmond. I'd like to say Chase is going to be strong at Richmond, but I don't know with their sh- their short track package has just not been good this year for Chase. Um, I still think he has time to get into the playoffs. We do got some road courses coming up, and Daytona even. He's decent at those drafting type of tracks, but it's going to be interesting. Um, what about you, babe? Anything? I know you slept for pretty much the whole race, but anything in the bit that you watched that you thought was – Fun, interesting. Well. No. no. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, no. Yeah. I, I mean, Pocono was just not that interesting to me. She's a new fan. She doesn't look for all of the stuff that detailed fans like myself look for. So I can get why she would say that. But <coughs> I, I respectfully disagree. And she knows that, I think. Obviously, but uh, you gonna watch Richmond this weekend? I will do my best. You do your best. Do my best. Well, anybody you want to just throw out there, knowing nothing that you're gonna pick? Mm. Your man Martin Truex is good here. Yeah, he's pretty good at Richmond. It's not—I mean, it's been one of his better short tracks because he's not been super good at short tracks in his career. But well, I mean, not every day's a perfect day, but. He's having a good season, so I'd like to give him props, and I'd like to say that Martin's going to dominate this race. I'm yeah. sorry if that makes it a boring race, but... Yeah, you got a dominant car. I guess that's all you can do is dominate. Yeah. Um, but, all right, well, I guess now we get to have some fun. You guys are going to enjoy this. Um, I want to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. She's, she grimaces, but yet 
her whole family is Falcons fans, and she's pretty much a, you know, born Falcons fan. She just doesn't admit it anymore because of their poor uh, records over the last couple of years. But It's hard to want to stick with it. Anyway. Excuse me. I've seen today that um, I read on one, it was like an NFL, I want to say it was on NFL's website or maybe ESPN, regardless. Some, one of their analysts has ranked, Atlanta to be the most improved team at the end of this year in the NFC. So I think that's I think that's fair, but I don't think you should count on that as a Falcons fan. I agree. We're young. We have talent, but we're young, so we're still very inexperienced as a team. I don't know. Um, but maybe, if they they can put it together. Somewhere. Maybe, I don't know, we'll see. They did draft a running back in the first round. Not that I'm hating on the kid, Robinson, from Texas, but I would have went a different way that early in the first round of the draft. Just me. But I see why they did, because the coach and his history with good running backs. So My thing is, as long as they don't have Matt Ryan on the team anymore, they might get somewhere. Avid hater of Matt Ryan. I, I just, I, I can't. I think we should. I think we should sign Matt Ryan, bring him back, and have him mentor Desmond Ritter. That's what I think we should do. That way, he can retire as an Atlanta Falcon because that man is what meant what what prime Atlanta Falcon years of football were like for me as a fan. Because once Mike Vick got in all his trouble, you had a year, two years about of just miserable play as a kid. And it was tough to be a Falcons fan. And then we got it's, Matt Ryan. It's been tough to be a Falcons fan since. Yeah, it's been tough to be a Falcons fan the last. So I mean, since we lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots, really, it's been tough to be a Falcons so fan. So tell me that I'm wrong right now. <clears throat> Excuse me for hating on Atlanta, but Atlanta has not proven to me that they can hold up. I mean, they always choke. Yeah. Excuse. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to be part of a fan base. When you choke at the last minute. Excuse they definitely, me. definitely have been. They, they're the worst team in that. They have a history of it. Just I'm not games. saying I'm throwing myself on any other bandwagon. I'm just saying I'm not calling myself a Falcons fan until I, they improve. I will always call myself a Falcons fan, but I just default to the Falcons and probably always will because they're my my home state team, and I just – followed suit when I really got into the sport of football and just jumped on the Falcons fan base. And I've been with them ever since, but I'm interested. I'm going to watch some, I'm definitely going to watch the Falcons this year. I don't know that they're going to make big news headlines and stuff. They might upset some good teams. Listen, I'm down to watch it, but watch me root for the other team the entire time. Yeah, I know. I expect it from you anymore. <clears throat> I honestly just would prefer you just to go take a nap on Sunday so I can watch the game by myself. <laughs> I know how that that sounds bad, but you know. Come on now. I don't know. I just I think I really want to expect big I don't want to say big things, but I want to expect better this year because I do think we're on the right path now. We've got a good we've got a young quarterback um, I don't know if he's a star. He might be. We'll see this year how he plays early because he's going to be starting um, from first snap. Um, I think we've got good, talented receivers. We've got a good tight end. I don't know about the defense right now. I'm a little iffy on it. Um, I think it can be good. I think they still need a little more talent 
on that end, but again, I digress. But either way, I'm will, willing to watch. To it will be fun. They improve. It will be fun. Well, now that we've talked about the Falcons, let's uh let's move on to uh, the league MVP, Patrick Mahomes. You know, I told you he's been doing the net. He did the Netflix documentary and stuff. And we started to watch that. We got to finish it, but. So it's reported at the end of the one of the last episodes in the series, um, Patrick Mahomes was quoted saying, um, when in relation to his famous mohawk, that kids literally all over the country have went and got cuts mm-hmm. just like because of Patrick Mahomes. Says uh, the hair is gone next year. I can't have two kids and a mohawk. What do you think, babe? What do you think? I don't see why you can't have two kids. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, you change it up. I mean, that's that's the way it is. You gotta I, be- look at me. I had extremely long hair for most of my life, and then last year I just decided to cut it all off. <laughs> so, do I blame him for cutting it off? No. <laughs> Was I upset about my decision? I definitely was. I think it'll be. I think it's cool. I think he's trying to, which I like Patrick Mahomes. It's he's a good. Like I can understand why he wants to. He wants to be mature. More he's mature. not a kid yeah, anymore. Not the kid with the yeah. He's not the kid with. He's the a family mom. man. He is. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool that he, you know, he's trying to embrace that side of him. I think that's awesome. So I, th- yeah. I think it'll be pretty cool. But now let's let's get to the part I think you're excited about. Um, we're gonna talk a little. We're gonna play a little game of choice with some muscle cars. Talk a little, you know, your favorite cars. I'm gonna let you take away. You're talking about your favorite cars um, afterwards, <laughs> and then you know. We're going to jump to music, and this is where it gets, that's where it'll get fun. I feel like she's really going to have some things to say. But let's get this game of choice started. All right, hit me. All right, so I went on to Auto Trader's website, just, you know, a non-biased, I mean, you could probably say it's biased because everybody's a little biased, but just a non-biased website for me, and I pulled up their best muscle cars ever made list. And I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read you off these ten cars, and I'm gonna see which ones you choose. And I want you to tell me why you're gonna choose those. Is it just uh, the familiarity with them? I know I just butchered that word. Everyone, don't come for me in the <laughs> comments. I'm sorry. Guys, he's southern. He can't speak. Yeah, I can't speak. Familiar. Nope, I can't even do she it. Can't, she can't do it either. But regardless. Um, I want to know what you know why you would pick that because muscle cars are something that I grew up being very intrigued with because my grandparent, both my grandpas were big muscle car enthusiasts. I actually had a '69 Camaro for mm-hmm. a long time that I sold when I was a 16 year old kid to blow the money for right. stupid things. Now looking back on it, I regret <laughs> it, but um, always enjoyed classic cars myself. So. Um, let's get this started. All right. All right. So number one on the classic auto traders list was the 1970 Buick GSX Stage One. So this is going to be kind of like your Buick, um, for your um, they're going to be similar to your Chevelles of yeah. that era. Um, okay. 
body style wise anyway. Yeah. And then number two is going to be your classic 1969 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1. Mm-hmm. What are you choosing? You get someone standing in front of you with both the cars behind I'm gonna them. I'm going to go with the Camaro. You're going to go with the I'm Camaro? I'm going to go with the Camaro. All right. Why are you choosing that Camaro? Just the... I guess know. it's the familiarity of it. Just knowing. Okay. I can understand that. All right. I got, let's go on. Number three on the list. All right. All right. Number three on the list is the 1970 Chevrolet Chevelle 454. So this is the big motor, convertible. Um, it's a nice car. Rock. All right. And then we're going to go down to number four. It's for four is a good car, too. Um, 1970 Dodge Challenger RT with the Hemi in it, the classic muscle car motor the hemi with the shaker hood i mean mm. these are these are sexy cars to me but that's a tough choice because they're both really sexy cars a convertible muscle car yeah see for me i'm gonna go with the chevelle i love a nice chevelle and if it's a convertible it's even better that, that one's tough but you put a nice motor in that and it's got that nice home to it yep. and you've got me yep i'm yep. right there you don't I, like there's no choice for me all right, well, let's see here. Number five. Number five on the list is going to be the 1969 Dodge Charger. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the body style similar to, like, the General Lee, to kind of give you that yeah. idea. And then I know which one you're going to pick on this one. Number six is um, the 1969 Boss Ford Mustang 429. So th- that is an easy one for me. I, I love the 69 Chargers, don't get me wrong, love them, but I am a I'm going Mustang all day long because those classic '60s Mustangs were fine. Now I'll give you the Mustang. The Mustang is beautiful, but I am going for that Charger. The Charger's not. Nice, I am going for that Charger no. because I'm gonna be Joe Dirt sitting up in there. You don't. You you just you don't went the wrong way though. Now I can't. No, I, can't I, I love the Charger. I love. Oh, I love it. Chargers, the Charger's nice, don't get me wrong, but I'm definitely choosing that, that Boss 429 Mustang. All right, number seven. We got the 1970 Oldsmobile 442. These are performance cars. Performance cars, pretty much. But it's a convertible again. I don't know, you got a weak spot for convertibles. Ooh, you know but, 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 let's make this better for you. You've got the 1971 Plymouth. Hemi Cuda at Ooh, number eight. I'm going with the Cuda. You got to go with the Cuda. I wanted, in, I wanted in that purple or that green because I just love those colors on those cars. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. No, I agree with you, but yeah. oh, just Beautiful. thinking of that motor sound. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So we're we're down to the last two here, and these these are two tough ones for me too. But I know who I'm going to pick here. Um, so number nine on their list was the 1970 Pontiac GTO Judge. Yeah, that's a that's a dream car for me. So that I don't even need to read number ten. I'm taking the keys for that. You have at it because I'm gonna tell you this Shelby Mustang right uh, here that I'm pre- looking at this GT500. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> it's a pretty car. Don't get me wrong; those are high on my list. But I love the GTO Judges. Any of the Pontiac GTOs were top of the line for me. Um, it would go probably GTOs, Camaros, and then Mustangs. Right. But, you know, I really like a good, solid GTO. Um, kind of like on Street Outlaws, the old Crow that mm. Chief used to have. 
Love that car. Um, but what about you? All right, so now you've made your choices between some of the best. What is your personal favorite? Oh, you know me. My personal favorite will always be a 69 Stingray Corvette. You're going to go 69 Stingray I'm pretty Corvette. sure. Is it 69? I think it's a, I think you just like any Stingray Corvette. I think that's the thing with you. The 69 I do is, love. Nope, it is the 69 because the 69 is the model I like. Um, the 69 Stingray Corvette will always forever be at the top of my list. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. So for me, I, like I said, I know I just talked about the Pontiac GTOs. I am a big fan of that early model GTO. I had a Hot Wheels kid. It all starts with a Hot Wheels. Um, I had a Hot Wheels as a kid and it was red this bright, vibrant red. So it would be the 1967 Pontiac mm -hmm. GTO, that older style. Um, had a red Pontiac GTO, that style with the black. It was candy apple red with black racing stripes. Maybe not candy apple red, but it was a vibrant red. It was a beautiful little car, and I loved that right. thing. That's always, ever since I've had that, got that car as a kid, the, um, that would be my dream car if I could get any you know, classic muscle car. Now, I'm going to go not necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily call this classic because it's an 85, but um, I'm going to go off the little beaten path here and say that another one of my dream vehicles has always been an 85 Chevy Blazer because my dad had one when I was growing up, and the fact that the top came off that thing was my favorite thing ever. Those are those are a pretty era of Chevrolet in my opinion if they're done up right. Those Oh my gosh. I remember my dad's uh was red and white and it had oh. a big rebel flag on the hood. Yep, well you were in the south, yep. So But my mercy. dad my dad had a rig up in the garage where he could just back it up and take back the top it up off. and just take the top off of it. A lot of people have that, have those nowadays for their Jeep tops. Yes, too. but his was just like rigged up you know because my dad <laughs> my dad's a character you know that my, yeah. my dad is the one that got me into cars though yeah there's nothing so. wrong with that i i like the that's a good choice um mm -hmm. that model that era like i said of chevrolet trucks were really good too i love the old um k10 silverados the mm -hmm. square bodies Ugh, those are those are pretty trucks i definitely could go that way um if i was gonna go truck but i think Truck wise, I think we all know my choice truck. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna go with a Silverado or a Ranger. Yeah, you I, I cannot I have get off those Rangers I have a, for anything. Look, my my first truck was a Ford Ranger. It was a 1998 Ford Ranger with a three inch lift on the back, and they took the torsion bars and turned it all the way up to where you could fit 33 inch mud tires on it, and it had dual exhaust. Loved that truck. Rock. Loved that truck. Didn't want to sell it when I did, but I did because um, I just didn't have no use for it at the time. Would love to get it back. I know where it's at right now. If I had the money, I could possibly get it back. Now I want to go for another one. Okay. One of my one of my other favorites, and it's not. It's a, it's well, I don't know what you would call it, but I've always really loved Ford's T Birds. Yeah, the Thunderbird. Oh, the Thunderbirds. I cars. love Thunderbirds. I'm a, I don't care what model, but yeah. the old ones are so cute. I love 
Yeah, the the classic cars like the Cadillacs and the Thunderbirds mm-hmm. with the fins. And yes, the, I love a good classic style. car. Style, just style. That's what those you rode down the street in something like that, and it just just oozes style. It does because and it's a, I've such an elegant it. car. So I could definitely relate to you on that. I've just always been a muscle car person. I love the body lines. I love the horsepower. I love the but I'm also a race fan, so I like the burnt rubber. I guess that, I'm know. just not biased, but like yeah. I just I like cars in general. Oh, I like okay. knowing about cars. I love I love cars. I like racing. I love you know I, I just enjoy all that aspect of it. So a lot of my childhood was being in the garage with my papa watching and work on cars and stuff, and it's just always kind of been my thing ever since then that I've kind of had a niche with is cars and racing and stuff yeah. like that. I worked in auto parts stores after high school and if it would have paid better, probably could have done that a lot longer. That's always something me and my dad were able to talk about was cars. Yeah. It was always a common interest to us. Oh, and it was well, nice. yeah. And I, I, I can understand that. So. My dad wasn't, I mean like my dad liked classic cars, but he definitely, my dad's thing was the Eleanor Mustang. Yeah. My dad loved from um, gone in 60 seconds. My dad loved that Mustang specifically, which everybody loves that Mustang. Right. It's a beautiful car, so nobody can blame him, but that's his dream car. Like, if I ever hit the lottery. I can't even tell you what my dad's dream car is at this point because I've seen him own so many. So many. It's just, <laughs> yeah. where do I go, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I get it. Well, we've we've talked classic cars now, babe. That's one of your first passions. The next one, it's going to be music. I want to ask you, just cold turkey, who are you putting on the Mount Rushmore of music as a whole? Because That's hard. If I had to pick four artists, I don't... No, honestly, the most people I listen to here lately would be, I know my top two would be Jelly Roll, for sure. You're going to put him on the Mount Rushmore? I would put Jelly Roll on Mount Rushmore music. I love Jelly Roll. I, I don't know about that. I love his music. I think I'm going to go, so I'm going to go more of a, like, influential way with my Mount Rushmore, but continue with yours. I want to know. These are your all based off your musical tastes. So I want to know, you know. All right, and based then I would, I would go Posty. Post Malone's gonna go up there. You're gonna put Post Malone up there. I put Post Malone up there. Based off your music taste, I can this aligns with what I know about your music tastes. So. Oh, but my last two, hmm, that's really hard for me because I like so many genres of music. Yeah, I can understand that. I don't know where I would go after that. I don't know where you'd go after that. No. So, I would... Well, let me put this out there. It's not that I... Okay. Most people, or most women, would put Taylor Swift on theirs. I'm not saying that I'm not a, ta- I'm not a Taylor Swift. You're not a Swifty? I'm not a Swifty. How dare you? I, I'm sorry. I got out of Gosh. listening to Taylor Swift a long time ago. Like, I have some of her music on my playlist. Because, yes, she does have a beautiful voice, and I love what she's doing. Yeah. In order to own her own music again, that's wonderful. Super cool. But Respect. I wouldn't put her on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, okay. Well, oh, I, I figured it out. Who? Reba. Reba? 
Reba or Dolly? It would have to be Dolly. In that Dolly. Case. I'm no offense I to Reba. Dolly. I love Reba. Love Reba. My my ninety my eighties and nineties country women. Love Reba, but I'm going Dolly for yeah, sure. Yeah, Dolly um, would be good. Yeah, I could go with that. Those are not bad choices. Um, I think I'm going to go, like I said, a little more influential. Yeah. Just based on uh, music in general for me. So I, my mom was very classic rock, 80s rock, you know, Poison, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, ACDC, all those groups. Um, so not a whole lot of, like, single singers right. more or less you know like you had the singers in those bands but they were also a band right you didn't think of them just as like the singer the lead right. singer like at the end of the day yes they were the lead singer but so i would have to go if i'm going for like my mom's influence i'm gonna rock and say actually michael jackson michael jackson's a good one michael jackson like has to go up there for me because michael you know, with the song, like, his classics, like, Beat It, and just all the numbers. Thriller. Thriller was a big, like, that's like a childhood flashback. Man in the Mirror. Yeah, so many. I, I listen to so many Michael Jackson songs. So I, I would have to go up there. Michael Jackson had a lot of influence on my music tastes. Um, I am a country music fan at heart, so I'm definitely going to have to throw up uh, George Strait, King George. That's a good choice. He's a... Uh, shared birthday even though he's a lot older than me we still share a birthday and i always found that really cool but come on it's george Strait. that's all i have to say about it um some might people some people would argue garth brooks i could throw garth brooks up there um but i'm not i'm actually gonna go a different route and i might get a little grief for this but i'm gonna go kenny chesney now that's a good choice i like so i'm gonna go you know i've got my my good 80s rock, or mm-hmm. 80s hip-hop, you know, with Michael Jackson. And then I've got my my king of country and George Strait. But my favorite song as a kid was Kenny Chesney's You Think My Tractor, or She Thinks My Tractor's <laughs> Sexy. I knew that, wor- that song word for word as like a five, six-year-old kid. Yeah. So that song, definitely, you got to throw Kenny Chesney in there for me. Um, if I'm going all guys... I could throw somebody like a Mac Miller. <laughs> Mac had a, um, a lot of influence on my musical taste growing up, like especially like the influential years, like yeah. teenage years. Um, but again, I'm like you. I had a lot of musical taste. I liked a little bit of everything. Yeah. I still do. I mean, if you look at my it's hard. Playlist, it's, it's a hard, hard choice. <laughs> it's a really hard choice. Mu- and, music unless you is just... so. Unless you really only listen to one genre, genre of music, then... How do you do that? I want to know. If you're out there and you listen I, to only one genre of music, I want to know how you do that. Because I I just, I get, I wouldn't say I get tired of one genre specifically. I need to mix it up. Yeah, I, I enjoy mixing it up more than I don't, I think is the thing with me. I like my music my meets music. my moods. Most of the time. <laughs> same here. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. I understand that completely. Um... But yeah, I think music is just a very, it's a, it's a fun topic. It, it's so expressive. That's what I love about music is that there's nothing, there's not really anything that music can't Dude, you can hit Yeah, you can hit every mood in music. You can go sad to the best of moods. I yeah. mean, 
it's you can crazy. have a hype me up playlist or you can have a depression playlist. Yeah, have or a, anything in between. Exactly. I mean, music is just so diverse, and that's the fun thing about it. It's fun to talk music. Well, what What about the fans, though, babe? What do you want to know? I want to hear. I want to hear some of the t- opinions from our fans. Who do you got up there? Is your top musical people? Let us know. Share some music. Yeah, Thanks. hey, let us share some new music. We love listening to new music. Absolutely. We just, you know, we've, we've, I get on Spotify and I just look for music sometimes just for fun. I do too. I've come across uh, Noah, Ka- Noah, I think it's Cone or Cahan. I'm not sure on pronounced pronunciation of his last name. Um, but he just recently dropped a song with Post Malone called Dial Drunk and I, I just freaking love it. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. Um, Something I, I'm rediscovering my younger self. Oh, it yeah. It seems like um, I had uh, some CDs when I was growing up that had some Jesse McCartney songs on them. Oh. So I have rediscovered my Jesse McCartney songs. Nice. Nice. Jesse McCartney. But yeah. there's only like three or four of them, so it's not like a big deal. So. Yeah, I'm getting into the. the f- oh, I guess it's. People call it kind of like. They, actually, it's funny. They call Noah the folk Malone of like country whatever type of music you would call what he does but it I kind of like it I think it's funny I I haven't quite gotten into it yet I need to sit down and do it it's a different genre of music so be prepared I Um, do love Dial Drunk though that is yeah that was that is a fantastic Post Malone was the perfect addition and I love seeing the videos of Post Malone getting into the song on stage it's so wonderful Post Malone is a mood if I could just go through life like Post Malone dances through concerts, I would be <laughs> so much better off. But, you know, I, I can't do that because I can't be near as drunk and or stoned as he probably is on those, <laughs> on those uh, stages. But I still, um, yeah, I, lo- I love music. Music's a big influencer in my moods, too. I listen to it all day while I work in the background. It keeps me mentally sane somewhat. It keeps it helps me do things around the house. Yeah. That's for sure. If I really want to get something done, if I can hook up a speaker and blast some music, I will get whatever I need to done. All right. Well, we've we've talked music now, babe, and uh, we've got a good um, sponsor up next. We're gonna take a brief pause and um, let you hear from them, and then when we come back from that. We're actually going to let the babe take over the show completely. She's going to talk some struggles we've been having with our oldest, and we'll go from there. But we'll be right back with you in just a second. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. It's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. 
Life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, everyone, we're back, and uh, it's time now for the Babes segment. We've we've showed a little bit of her personality with the classic car game of choice and the music talk. Um, so now we're going to move on to the set part where she takes over. So here lately we're having issues. Well, I mean, we've been having issues with Christopher's ADHD, ADD diagnosis. We're having a fairly hard time. Trying to manage it, maybe? Is that how you would say it? I think we are having a hard time trying to process how he needs to be handled. Yeah, that's not a bad way to say it. it. It It is hard to process because we don't know what's going on in his head. We don't understand why he has this... Why... His is, seems so severe. Well, maybe it, it might not be that severe, but, it, you know, in our brains, I think it, because he is our kid and we are around him on a daily basis, we think that it is so severe. Um, maybe that's a good way to look at it. But I think, yeah, the struggle with it more so wouldn't be what he needs to strive. Um, it's what I need to help him strive. Exactly. And you can't so just that's say, where we struggle. That's where we seem to be struggling. Right. You if, can't just say patience and tell me, oh, you need more patience. Uh, I understand I need more patience. But right. <clears throat> there's more to it, I feel like, that. Because I can be the most patient person in the world with him some days, and it's you. that's not even good enough. And right. We don't so, want to sound, let me just say this, we don't want to sound like we're griping about it or anything like that. And we're probably going to get some people out there because I know those opinions are out there that, oh, ADHD and ADD is just, you know, it's made up by the school system to give boys who just need more activity in their life a reason to put kids on meds. Okay, you you come, let, let me put it to you this way. If you think that it's made up, I want you to come and I want you to watch my kid for a week and just observe him off of his medicine because... It is insane the way that kid's brain functions. I, in a way, it is very intriguing to me because it's so split second. It's boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And that there's no thought to it. Um, but other times it's like, holy crap. That is the definition of you know ADD and ADHD. I just seen it. What he just did. Whatever it was. You know? Um, so I would I would just say that because I was hesitant at first when I because I have friends who were ADHD and ADD. So I don't know. I was a little hesitant at first, but as I'm going through it more, I'm definitely a firm believer that it's not a made up disease. It is, you know, or what would you call it? I wouldn't say a disease. Would you say that? Would you say it's a disease or a, maybe like a Condition. Condition. There like a mental that's a word. condition. That's a better word. A condition. I like that. Um, so, um, what it is that we're having issues with is the um, his reactions to things, in particular, where if he gets told no, it's ten times worse than it should be. Or, I mean. You can't do anything with him. Yeah, you can't reason 
There's no reason. There's no reason. It's like the, you can't win with them. Yeah. So even if you have a super good reason, it could be, hey, don't go run and play in the road. You know, exactly. if you tell him no and his mind was set on that, there is no reason. Um, so we had a doctor's appointment on Friday right. or the other day. I'm Whatever day it was. Um, <laughs> and he told me to use incentives. And where that seems to want to work, and he told me to do to use incentives for a shorter amount of time. Incentives for In- a shorter amount of time. How do you do that? Like, what, give well, me an idea of that because that kind of just confused me. Because when you say incentives, I think not so much like going here, doing this. I think of like a toy or a sucker or candy or something. Rewards. You're thinking rewards. Okay, so I've got those two. Okay, I get where you're at now. Okay, yes. I'm on the same So incentives or, incentives or mm-hmm. whatever, they are, we're going to um, do this for this long and then you can do this. do this, which is like you can watch Ryan or you can watch something educational or you can play on your tablet or something along those lines right that is like free time i guess okay in order to get what we need done with him so like the chore that we have is feed the cats that's really the only chore that we've ever asked him to do and even though this doctor said that he does need more chores even asking him to feed the cats is and you can't even incentivize that. No. I mean, it's he, he plain as day will tell you he doesn't want to and he's not going to. Exactly. And that's where we're having issues. And I don't think he was, the doctor was understanding that. That, yeah. So um, something else that's really bothering me is that he is on ADHD medication. And that is a choice that we made due to schooling and just... Right, school, I would say... His health in general. Yeah. He, he needed this at this point in time. But we, as parents, feel as though that this is his choice to do. Right. Um, so we always want to give him the choice when he has days off from school whether or not to take it or not yeah so us not giving it to him apparently is making it worse on him because the medication is not meant to be gave when needed it's more or less supposed to be a frequent thing it's you give it to him every day because it's not it's not inhibiting him but see the thing too with that i'm kind of with you on that what's confusing to me is didn't they say when we first got him on it hey you don't have to give it to him every day yes Yes, they they did did. but since his behavior is getting worse okay it seems as though that it might be a better idea it might be a good idea to get his brain to slow down for a little while and have him focus on things i gotcha so so he can think more than just react, is what exactly. you're saying. And because it's, just reacting all day is tired, you know, it's got to be mentally draining for him. Yeah, even as and a then kid. as he's getting mentally drained, we're getting mentally drained because we don't know how to handle it more. Right, yeah. So the last couple of days, I want to say that up until this evening, he's been having a pretty good time. Yesterday, he had a really good day. The day before, he didn't want to play with his brother as much. Yesterday, he did. Today he didn't, but he's still on a good streak. He definitely, that's, see, that's where my hesitancy with the medicines always come, though. He's very dissociative. 
that's that's a big word that I just said. Um, but I just feel like <laughs> I feel like he doesn't like associating with his younger brother when he's on his medicine. But and when he's in his something else is that we talked to the doctor about was the fact that um, he feels as though little brother does things on purpose, even if he does them on accident. So the other day, not long after we got home. Mm. from the doctor's appointment something like that it was Um, something yeah elliot had come out with a red mark on his face and we asked him what happened and he said his brother kicked him so christopher kicked him in the face and he was i want to say that he was wearing shoes but he was wearing like crocs Crocs, so they were like foam crocs yeah, yeah they were foamy and they probably didn't have much of an impact but that would still hurt yeah Knowing the way, Christopher probably ran back to kick him, too. Uh, yeah. And when we came to Christopher and asked, it was, oh, he made me. He made me. And where it, we don't need to ask anymore. It's just, uh, you did something that you shouldn't have done, whether he did something or not. Okay. And that's not okay. So we've got to, we don't, we don't need to ask what happened more so than know, when we know the basics. And then like, hey, you I kicked also, him, that's bad. You know that's bad. You, We have told you several right. times okay. it's not okay to kick. Yeah, you don't kick someone in the face, especially that close in range to you, unless you're defending yourself. Now, here's where I want to reach out to parents. Parents, tell me your way of, I don't want to say discipline, but I'm going to ask discipline, but like... How have, yeah, how have you successfully... How would you successfully get through this without causing so much mental trauma on the child yeah because getting through all this this draw i, I, I want to say what was recommended to me because christopher is starting to get so violent with his outbursts like as if like when we start telling him no yeah he, he can start getting violent he'll start hitting hit, he'll start throwing yeah. things now what was recommended to me was to physically restrain him until he calms down that's difficult because even if you're just playing with him and you're like, oh, I got you. He freaks out. He freaks out. It's almost like he hyperventil- like he goes into yeah. hyperventilation. Screams, top of his lungs, bloody murder type screams. And for me, it seems as though he he might be claustrophobic. Man, I don't but, I know he's, I can tell you one thing, whether he's been diagnosed with anxiety or not, that kid's got a, he's got a big, big touch of it to be so young. Well, because I, he bites his nails, and there's a lot of things he does that just scream like, he's anxious. Everybody says, you know, parents' intuition is right. Yeah. So, um, I just, like I said, I want to hear from parents on this. How would you feel about this in yeah. particular? Um, it was also recommended to me that when he does something bad and we threaten to take an item, not to take it directly directly from him. Wait till he is not in the room and then, and then take it and hide it. I see so that he one. can come back and find it gone. See, I just don't see that working out very well for us. For us, I don't either. So. But I will give it a try. But with that being said, again, any parent that has the kid that you know, has the ADD and the ADHD, what what successful ways have you found to handle discipline? I know it's probably not always going to be easy, 
we're all out here trying to break generational trauma trauma yeah. so we're doing our best to gentle parent as much as we can yeah do you have any maybe favorite in-home activities that you do with the kids Correct. during breaks that's also something that we needed to talk about yeah. was he needs a little more structure for while he's not at school so that's for the next hard. couple of weeks well, that's hard we just need you... to it is hard when you've got three kids and a baby he doesn't want to do anything and, uh, yeah i understand it his heart and that's why i'm reaching out i want to know what everybody's favorite indoor home activities we can do. And I'm saying indoor because, again, we live in the South. It's, it's hot. incredibly hot outside. I have a baby. I am very um, heat sensitive. I, I'm not going out there, my guys. Right, the fun, so, it, yeah, I heard something the other day. It, it's like um, Donkey and Shrek are in my pants arguing about whose swamp it is. That's how hot <laughs> it is in the South. You so, know. It's hot. I'm very sensitive to the heat. I'm not yeah, going. She got that sensitive skin. So, but yeah, no, I completely help us agree. out here. Tell us what we can do to help give them more not, structure. Not yeah, not only just like structure, but like I said earlier, what what have you found to be successful for disciplinary actions? Like, how do you handle it? Or, or is the doctor right that's told us to pursue these ways of you know physically restraining him when he gets violent or? taking something when he's not in the room to avoid that dramatic outburst. I don't know. Um, we want to know what you think. We we do this because, yes, we love to run our mouth. I love to run my mouth about sports while she listens. Um, but this is also because we, we want to meet other parents. We want to make friends. We want to, you know, have a parenting community where we help each other out in exactly any way possible that we can. Come run your mouths with us. because Yeah. Let us know in your um, – own ways and words how you successfully sailed the seas of adhd and gentle ADHD. parenting in general yeah. like we've all seen mama cusses out there she she gives us the real deal on it it's hard we know it's hard yeah but we need more advice because <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely we are drowning but help us i think that's uh that's it for this week babe um we might try to record another episode later on this week but it is getting closer to school and schedules are getting tighter around here. So don't know right now, but we're definitely going to get this one out for you guys. Um, and remember, as always, follow us on all the socials. You can find the B&B &B show. We're on all of your social medias. We may not be using them all yet, but once we get a little better off in this podcast world, we're going to um, start doing stuff on TikTok and YouTube and stuff like that that I think will be fun, do some giveaways even sure. in the future. So, but until next time, everybody, we'll see you then. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. <laughs>